Welcome to the pod. This is Sport Ethos Heat. Uh, this is Luke Weber. Uh, no Ben today, just coming after you. Uh, coming, or not coming after you. That'd be weird. Uh, coming to you after uh, the game against Orlando. I actually got to go to the game, so I'm doing uh, some more courtside reporting. Uh, quick uh, floor plan for uh, tonight's episode. Just going to go through some of the sentiment storylines going into tonight's game, talk a little bit about the game and what I saw, and then maybe maybe if I've got time, go into uh, uh, the next game, which I believe is tomorrow. Or Yeah, I think that's tomorrow's game against San Antonio. Uh, got the old uh, historic rival. But anyways, uh, last time uh, I Ben and I, uh, were on the pod. Um, it was a couple of uh, days ago before the Heat's win against the Detroit Pistons. And since then, the Heat have also been able to um, they've been able to win a couple games, you know? I mean, it's been nothing extremely special and nothing sort of... Um, that we wouldn't expect, given the Heat game, given the uh, not Heat game, uh, Pacers game, given the uh, Magic game. I think we've seen a lot of great stuff from this Heat, but they beat the Pistons uh, with that incredible Tyler Hero shot, and then the Max Drew shot, and then we're able to beat the uh, Orlando Magic. So coming into this game, we've got a team that's really on a roll. And Jimmy Butler has been back, but ultimately, it's not like this team is healthy now. Yeah, you have your best player back, but now Kyle Lowry's out in protocols, as are Udonis Haslam, the Heat's uh, temporary backup big man, and uh, Max Truss, who, as we've discussed, has been one of the biggest uh, positive surprises from this year. But um, coming into this game, it's really only an eight-man rotation once Max Struess is out with uh, uh, Marcus Garrett and Casey Akpala playing significant minutes tonight. So uh, with Omer Yurt 7 as the only uh, remotely big man, I think expectations were definitely tempered. This kind of Wizards team, no Bradley Beal, is a team that oftentimes is able to surprise the Heat. And there were definitely points where the Heat stooped their level. I came into the game, and one of the first things I noticed was just the sloppiness. Uh, some of the passes, even the passes that Jimmy were making, just went straight out of bounds. It's always tough to see some stuff like that, especially from a team that always tries to work so hard to to be professional and to be very clean about what they do on the court. Um, otherwise, you know, it, it was a it was a seven point win, one hundred nineteen to one hundred twelve. Um, the Heat had a much bigger uh, lead during the second and third quarters, where I think the lead got down to around twenty points. But as the Heat do, they succumb to uh, to just stooping to the other team's level and really making a lot of bad plays and. Uh, I, you know, you can blame some of it on injuries. Omer Yurt 7 does the best he could. I mean, he was a solid guy on offense, another double-double, uh, 4 of 12 in the field, just missing a 
bunch of easy bunny shots. But um, ultimately, on the defensive end, I mean, what can you ask for him? He's just not a good defender at this point, and he don't really have any other options. So you can understand how a team would go on a run like this with that without really a paint rim protector. Um, so I don't really hold that against the Heat. I hold the sloppiness, but that's a different issue. And that's also Jimmy being back in this team, experimenting with a lot of different lineups. Um, ultimately, I want to talk a bit about the really incredible thing I saw tonight because um, I'm obviously, once Ben is back on the show, I'm going to rip on him for his Duncan Robinson takes because Duncan goes 8 for 16. Uh, from the three-point line. And by the way, I was sitting with a bunch of other fans. Every time Duncan made a three, I think it was less of a cheer and more of, you know, a sigh of relief. You know, it's really important to watch some, some of these shots go in for Duncan Robinson, um, especially to for him to regain his confidence. And I also think for some uh, less optimistic uh, members of the Heat fan base grow their uh, uh, confidence in Duncan Robinson's golden hands. Another man with golden hands is Tyler Hero, the main story of the night, 9 for 19 from the field. 32 points, always getting bored, 6 rebounds, 3 assists, and just really, you're seeing a guy who looks like an all-star. He just looks like an all-star out there. Um, if he does not get selected to the all-star team, I won't necessarily be surprised, you know, that he don't always get the recognition they deserve. But he just, he's so capable as a scorer. And yeah, he has off nights, but who doesn't? Who doesn't have off nights? Actually, there's one person who I can tell you does not have off nights, at least not when he's healthy. When Jimmy Butler is healthy, Jimmy Butler does Jimmy Butler things. Played 36 minutes. He was uh, less than 20 feet away from me when he suffered that injury, and I was freaking out. Um, he had this bad fall on a defensive play. Um but he gets up and he keeps playing and he's got the entire fan base behind him. And that's always so incredible to see a guy like Jimmy Butler who can just will himself to victory. Yeah, he's got talent. Yeah, he's got strength. But just the power of, of mind in Jimmy Butler is just really exciting. Um, and speaking of guys with that sort of power, I'd like to talk a little bit about Caleb Martin. Because Caleb Martin, the, the, the quote that I had during the game, because I was live tweeting from my seat, was that he's a, uh, he's a bench mob superstar. When he comes off the bench, or this game he started, but when he's in that sort of bench unit playing against uh, not uh, starting level players, he looks like a superstar out there. The way that he cuts, the way that he drives, I mean, he looks like, you can see in his eyes, he thinks he can score anything on anyone. Some of the shots that he was getting up, obviously a lot of them missed because ultimately, Caleb Martin, I love his confidence, he's not at this point at that level. 
But at the same time, you always want to see that from these guys. You want them to think that they're the best so that they'll keep playing their hardest and so that they'll keep infusing their energy into the team. And I think energy is really the story for tonight, you know? Uh, I was at the game, and I I just remember, I'm not sure if uh, any of you are, uh, if you are too young to remember this, but during the LeBron James era, if you went to a Heat game, it was an experience. The entire fan base celebrated the entire game. They would do the wave throughout the entire second half. It was just a community feeling, and it's one of the feelings that made me want to keep being involved with this fan base. And you know what? I was sitting in my seat. uh, Guys were hitting threes. Jimmy Butler was doing his thing, and a wave started. The wave. It's special, you know? This team just feels like a good team. You watch them missing the majority of their rotation, and yet they just look like a good team. Any other Heat team would have lost to this to the Wizards tonight. But this is a good team. They're 22 and 13. That's really, really incredible. Anyways, uh, also from the game, you've got Marcus Garrett, who can't seem to find the basket. Casey Akpala, who keeps doing solid things on both ends. And you've got Gabe Vincent, who is just being Gabe Vincent. He might be a bit inefficient, but, uh, I mean, he's doing what you would ask from him. He's hitting shots. He's playing hard on defense. And, you know, he's even getting rebounds. I like that. Even the guards on the Heat are getting rebounds. I think if there's one thing I can tell you about this game, and which is more about this Heat team, is that this is a good team. Get excited. It's fun. It's fun to watch a good team play basketball and say, hey, I was with them from the beginning. It's great. Anyways, before we move on to the next section, listeners, please take a moment to follow at EthosFantasyBK on Twitter, the single most dominant basketball and fantasy newsfeed on earth. Yeah, it's dominant. Get all your NBA news in one handy Twitter feed. It's faster than the competition and provides more analysis, too. Again, that's at EthosFantasyBK. Fantasy BK on Twitter. Follow now. So, with Struce out and uh, Kyle Lowry out, and Jimmy Butler maybe uh, not being available, the Heat have a game on uh, December 29th against the San Antonio Spurs in which they may need to bring in another player. Now, I don't know if Zillan Chibam, the uh, 10-day contract guy they brought up, if he would count, if he would suffice. But ultimately, if they need to bring in another person, what kind of person would they be looking for? 
You're talking about someone on a last-minute notice. They are playing this game in less than 24 hours. Ultimately, I'm not even sure they'll bring in somebody. But if they have to, I would look no further than the Sioux Falls Sky Force. And a guy like Micah Potter, who is just... I know that Ben can say all different kinds of things about him, about the way that he impacts the defensive end, on his rebounding, on his screen setting. All I'll say about him, he's a big man. He's a big man, and he looks somewhat confident. And the Heat need more of those. The Heat need those because, you know, who's not playing tomorrow? Markeith Morris. P.J. Tucker, Udonis Haslam, Dwayne Dedman, Famina Bio. That's the Heat's entire big rotation, other than Omer Yurt 7, who is barely even supposed to play this year. I mean, the way that this team has been taken apart by injuries is, I think for other teams, you might use the word devastating. For this Team, I mean, I would use the word um, incredible, incredible, 22 and 13, no big men. Yeah, I think on that for a second. But um, I think Michael Potter would be a great last minute addition. I really do hope that he get to see some more of uh, Zelene Sheetham, who still has not played a game for the Heat, uh, despite them being on eight man rotation. Um, speaking of which, eight-man rotation, something Spo sometimes likes to do during the playoffs, not something you want to see more of during the regular season. The guys really handled it well tonight, but having to play all of these guys, Tyler, Duncan, Gabe, uh, Omer, Jimmy, uh, Caleb, all of them playing around 30 minutes per game is not really sustainable. So I think... Um, I am really hoping they can bring another guy, whether that's Tebum or somebody else, or uh, even better, somebody getting healthy. Um, yeah, I saw Victor Lodipo and PJ Tucker and Famina Bio on the bench tonight, and you just really want to see these guys back. Not that it's an emergency and you want to rush them back, because clearly this Heat team is, is having... Um, some success without them. But you just want to see them back. You want to see your guys healthy because as great as this team is, having a guy like Bam and Bio adding that onto the equation, I mean, this team is already so incredible right now and they're surprising everybody. And you add like a bunch of really incredible players who haven't been on the court. I mean, the sky is the limit. This team is going to be a lot of fun once everyone comes together, once they get to see what Victor Oladipo can do, once they get to see what Bamina Bio is like when he comes back. It's all just a lot of hope, but also just you've got potential energy and all the things that can happen and the kinetic energy, seeing what Tyler is doing, seeing what Gabe is doing, seeing what Duncan is doing. Everything is turning up Miami right now. 
and you can tell, or at least I can tell at the game. And it's not just the players who are having fun. We get to have fun too. Anyways, I'm going to move on to the San Antonio game. Uh, San Antonio's, you know, hit a bit of a, uh, they've been doing all right. They're 14 and 19, clearly not a contending team, although they've won three of their past five, even beating both LA teams uh, before. I think that yesterday they beat, they lost to uh, the Utah Jazz, although I remember that was a pretty close game. Um, DeJounte Murray, always going to be a struggle, especially as a defensive matchup for uh, Jimmy Butler. I think he's always going to do a lot of things on that end. Oh, actually, checking the injury report now, and it looks like the Heat won't have to worry about DeJounte Murray after all. Um, Placed in the league's health and safety protocols, and it looks like he will be out for the week. So no DeJounte Murray. Still have Derek White and Lonnie Walker, guys that can surprise you. I think with this Spurs team, you're less worried about uh, them beating you as a team, although Greg Popovich is, in my opinion, one of the best coaches of all time. Um, you're more just worried about guys like Lonnie Walker surprising you, coming out and, and being those random scrub heat killers, which given that he have actually been pretty good at containing this year. Um, no Kyle Lowry to shut down uh, perimeter players, but you've got Gabe Vincent who's been running with anybody. You've got Marcus Garrett who may not have his offensive game together, but can still run against anybody on defense. So I'm excited for this game. I'm excited for this team. Um, can't wait to talk some uh, fake trades with Ben in a future episode. We're also going to have our Duncan Robinson episode coming up. And we'll be doing some more post-game coverages. But um, I think for me, that's all. Just uh, want you all to know um, before I uh, head out. Uh, we want to also remind you all to use coupon code hoopball20 at manscaped.com for 20% off of your order and free shipping. And also to check out our pals at mybookie.ag. Use code hoopball on the third page of sign up to unlock deposit match bonuses there as well. Anyways, that's all. Uh, just a short episode for tonight, and uh, we'll be back to you soon. All right. Bye, people.